Hi people, welcome back to Let's Talk About Dot Dot Dot. This podcast episode theme is going to be rating Christmas movies on a scale of 1 to 10, kind of talking about their plots. I kind of planned this last minute, not gonna lie. On my Instagram, I announced that I would be posting an episode before Christmas, and um, it's four days before Christmas, and to make sure that it comes quicker, I say that it's three days before another holiday, Christmas Eve, because I really love Christmas. Uh, I'm not religious, but I do celebrate Christmas, and um, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, you know, I hope this time of year is fun and joyful for you. Anyway, let's get into the first movie which I'm going to rate, which is Home Alone. So basically, Home Alone, well this is like what Google says in the kind of overview, it says, when a bratty eight-year-old Kevin McAllister acts out the night before a family trip to Paris, his mother makes him sleep in the attic. After the McAllisters mistakenly leave the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes his wish to have no family has come true, but his excitement sours when you realize that two con men plan to rob the McAllister residence. I think I said that right. And that he alone must protect the family home. So, I love Home Alone. It's it's literally such a great movie. I rate this a 10 out of 10. It says that 94% like this movie. It has 66% in Rotten Tomatoes. And I just find this really nostalgic to watch. I used to watch this a lot as a kid. And I gotta say, over the years, it's just... I don't know. Something about it is so much fun to watch. And it's hilarious. And it's really enjoyable. So the next movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's actually a tradition at my mom's house to watch this every year during Christmas. I don't I don't know why or how this tradition started, but I absolutely love this movie. The overview is as the holidays approach, Clark Griswold wants to have a perfect family Christmas, so his pesters so he pesters his wife, Ellen, and children as he tries to make everything in line, including the tree and house decorations. However, things go awry quickly. I, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing these words wrong. I just don't know how. His hit cousin Eddie and his family show up unplanned and start living in their camper on the Griswold properly. Even worse, Clark's employers, Rengi Renge. See, I was in a spelling bee. I know I should know how to pronounce like these, in quote unquote, intense words, but I can't. I really can't. Um, yeah, so basically, his family invades, and, um, his employer sucks. (sighs) It's a really, I gotta say, this is such a traditional Christmas movie, such a classic, I absolutely love it, and again, I'm sorry if you hear background noises, (laughs) um, we're, yeah, we're making lasagna for dinner, I don't, I think that's a decent explanation. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I definitely would rate this one a 10 out of 10. Watching it every year, my sister absolutely hates watching it every year. She thinks that it's repetitive. I I just think that it's fun and I don't think that it gets boring. Um, yeah, and that got a 94% too for liking, which that's pretty high. Uh, considering the fact that a lot of Adam Sandler movies have really low ratings, sadly. So yeah. The next movie is Christmas Story. I remember watching this in class, and I think they cuss in it, and people were like, oh my god, it says PG. Like, yeah, PG was really different back then. Um, 
Anyway, so this, the overview says, based on the humorous writings of author Gene Shepard, this beloved holiday movie follows the wintry exploits of youngster Ralphie Parker, who spends most of his time dodging a bully and dreaming of his ideal Christmas gift, a Red Ryder air rifle. Frequently at the odds of his cranky dad, but comforted by his doting mother, 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 <laughs> um, Ralphie struggles to make Christmas Day with his glasses and hopes, and hopes intact. Okay, so basically, just a lot of events go on during Christmas. Um, I will tell you, there's this iconic line, and it's, you'll shoot your eye out. That came from this movie. It has an 89 in Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm gonna rate this a 9 out of 10. Because it's really classic, it's funny, I really enjoy it. This is another one that I used to watch as a kid. Uh, and I just, I gotta say, like, this is just such, such a great movie. The next one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And we're actually gonna do three ratings on this because people love remaking movies. Yeah, okay, so the original has a 100% in Rotten Tomatoes, 92% like the movie. This is a really great movie. Um, the animation is actually my favorite version of this movie because, like, it's it's genuinely interesting. It's classic. The animation is really satisfying. Like, the part when they're like, oh, like taking out plates and stuff, and then seeing that the final is a strawberry or apple on the plate. I think that the animations are satisfying, and the kind of overview is. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a 1966 animated television special directed and co-produced by Chuck Jones. It is based on the 1957 children's book of the same name by Dr. Seuss and tells the story of the Grinch who tries to ruin the holiday season for the townsfolk of Whoville below his mountain hideaway. I think everybody knows The Grinch. It's a great movie. I would rate this definitely a 10 out of 10, but that is The Grinch original. Now let's go to the kind of remake live action which i'll admit i i'm okay so i used to be able to watch the live action like comfortably you know i liked it but now i just kind of find it a little weird but this has a 49 percent on run tomatoes not that great i think 88 percent like the movie sorry guys for the background noise um yeah too many noises in this basement too many Anyway, it's basically just the same um, overview. They mentioned his dog Max in this one. Um, I'll rate the live action like an 8 out of 10. You know, it wasn't drastically bad, but it wasn't amazing either. It wasn't the most impressive film, I'm gonna say. I really liked Jim Carrey in this movie. I just think that, you know, like the makeup, the. I don't. It used to actually scare me. This movie used to give me nightmares as a kid. Uh, that's part of its rating for me, is the fact that it gave me nightmares. But, uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think I, I just started a lot. I don't like remakes. Let's just say that. Remakes, I find, are always worse. Um, The Lion King hated the remake. Mulan, haven't, I'm not even gonna watch it. I don't want to support that movie. Um, the remake of Aladdin was good, I just wish they stuck to the original story. Yeah, anyway, the third, um, Grinch Who Stole Christmas animation, which was made in 2018, I think? Yeah, I hated this. I, um, I watched the first 30 minutes and did not like, did not like it. I, wow. 
I just, I did not like it. And it's basically just the same exact thing. Um, the Grinch and his loyal dog, Max, live in a solitary existence inside a cave on Mount Crumpet. His main source of aggravation comes during Christmas time when his neighbors in Whoville celebrate the holidays with the bang. Wow. When the Who's decide to make Christmas bigger and brighter, the disgruntled Grinch releases, real, real, releases, whatever, realizes there is one way to gain peace and quiet with help from Max, the green, grump? Oh my god, they said, what's a grump? I don't know. This is very raw. Um, hatches a scheme to pose as Santa Claus and steal Christmas. Wow. So basically, no, did not like this movie. I'm gonna rate it a four out of ten. Has it says that eighty-seven percent of users, Google users, liked this. I uh, personally, I didn't. That's okay. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. But remakes, sequels, they normally just suck. The next movie is Happiest Season. This came out recently. I watched it like a few days ago. I would definitely. Oh look, a noise stopped. That's new. Anyway, I watched this a few days ago. I loved it. I would give it a 10 out of 10. Basically, the overview says, a young woman with a plan to propose to her girlfriend while she's at her family family's annual holiday party discovers her partner hasn't come out yet to her conservative parents. I, yeah, I really liked this. Oh wow, another noise begun? Sorry, that's, this is just gonna be like that the entire time, like it normally is. Anyway, I loved this movie. Um, I found it interesting. I liked, I, I liked their happy ending, which is really shocking because I feel like every single Christmas movie has the stereotypical happy ending. And I, I normally absolutely hate that. I normally find it annoying and I wish that they actually had character to them. Except this movie was actually really, really good. Um, I would rate it, like I said, a 10 out of 10. I thought that it was amazing and I definitely recommend it and I don't know what else to say about it. Audrey Plaza was in that movie or Aubrey or whatever. Um, if you're on TikTok, you know that a lot of people simped for her this year. Next we're going to do Polar Express because, oh my god, I used to love this movie as a kid, um, which is really shocking because I absolutely hate it now. I, I find, so basically it has a 56% in Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, it says, Tom Hanks and director Robert Zemeckis reunite for Polar Express, an inspiring adventure based on the beloved children's book by Chris Van Allsburg. When a doubting young boy takes an extraordinary train ride to the North Pole, he embarks on a journey of self-discovery that shows him that the wonder of life never fades from those who believe. Yeah, I'm sorry. I would rate this, um, maybe a 4 out of 10? Um... Look, the animation is scary as heck. Like, I'll, I, like, I don't know how, I don't know how to, like, say it nicely, but this movie scared me so much, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say. I didn't enjoy it as I got older. I started hating it. Um, there is, yeah, no thank you, no thank you. <laughs> Okay, next movie is Santa Claus movie, the Santa Claus movie with like Tim Allen. I, I, I don't know actually. I watched this a few years ago and I had a way different taste a few years ago so I can't say if this was necessarily bad or good. Uh, oh my god, I'm really sorry for this noise. I don't think any of my family realizes 
that I am recording an episode and that this mic does really well with picking up noise. But yeah, I just want to apologize quickly for the noise. And I'm sorry that you can also probably hear me like scratching my legs and, you know, pounding or doing whatever. Anyway, the overview is divorced dad Scott, aka Tim Allen, has custody of his son on Christmas Eve. After he accidentally kills a man in the Santa suit, they are magically transported to the North Pole where an elf explains, Wow, thank you for closing a cabinet and being extremely helpful to this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> after hacking into that, they magically are transported to the North Pole where an elf explains that Scott must take Santa's place before the next Christmas arrives. Scott thinks that he's dreaming, but over the next several months, he has gained weight. He gains weight and grows an inexplicably white beard. I think I said that right. Maybe that night at the North Pole wasn't a dream after all, and maybe Scott has a lot of work to do. Um, as a kid, I really enjoyed this. First of all, I love Tim Allen. I think he's funny. Um, I really liked Last Man Standing, even though I didn't necessarily agree with the political stance that they took in it. Um, yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed Last Man Standing. I thought it was a really good show. Uh, I would give this like a 5 out of 10 because, again, I saw this when I was like a few years ago and I had really different taste back then. Oh my god, it's like literally these cabinets and like, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting really distracted by that. Um, the next is like the Mickey Christmas movies, like Once Upon a once upon mickey's twice upon a time mickey's once upon a time i love these i absolutely love these oh wow look at you have a finger and you can knock it on a cabinet can you please stop anyway please enjoy their beautiful noise okay basically mickey and his friends tell three stories including a very goofy christmas and mickey and minnie's gift of magic um there's three stories in each I normally can't get through it because they actually make me sad, but I love these movies. I give them a 10 out of 10. They were my childhood. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I love these. These are absolutely amazing, and I recommend that you watch it. Next is Frosty the Snowman. I grew up watching this. I didn't... People people keep making, like like oh dissecting it and adding like how it was dark magic and that just creeps me out so we're not going to talk about any of those conspiracy theories or theories because this was a part of my childhood and i would like to keep it like that basically it has a 73 on rotten tomatoes and the overview says a discarded magic top hat brings to life the snowman that a group of children made until a magician professor hinkle wants it back and the temperature starts to rise Frosty will melt or no longer be a jolly soul if the kids can get him away from Hinkle and warm weather so he hops a train to the North Pole with a young Karen. I'm sorry if I read that wrong. I just can't focus right now with all the noise. But yeah, um, essentially it's the classic Frosty the Snowman. It's 27 minutes and I really liked it. I would give it like an 8 out of 10 just because I'm going to admit that the... uh, the conspiracy theories turned me off of it a little bit and scared me. Next is Scrooge. My mom loves this movie. I haven't watched it in a while, but we're gonna watch it on Christmas Eve because I guess literally this year I've watched barely any Christmas movies, which just disturbs me. And I've listened to barely any Christmas music act during the season. And I've been listening to BTS, you know, getting my army on. Yoongi's my bias. If my family listens to this, they're going to be so annoyed that I mentioned BTS. But anyway, 
Um, it says that 89% of Google users enjoyed this movie. Um, in this modern tale of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, Frank Cross, aka Bill Murray, is a wildly successful television executive whose cold ambition and curmungly nature has driven away his love life. Wow, what a shock. Claire Phillips. But, after firing a staff member, Elliot Loudermilk, Loudermilk? Yeah. On Christmas Eve, Frank has, is visited by a series of ghosts who give him a chance to reevaluate his actions and right the wrongs of his past. So, I read this movie a 10 out of 10. I really liked it. Um, another movie, because it says, like, based on Christmas Carol or, like, the modern take or whatever. The Christmas Carol scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's anybody else. Oh my god, wow. That's really heavy footing. Can you please be quiet? Thank you. Anyway, they can't hear me. They're gonna be very annoyed if they listen to this, which they probably won't. Anyway, The Christmas Carol scared me as a kid. Haven't watched it in years. Don't want to watch it in years. No, thank you. Oh, and look at You can hear my... Yeah, you can hear my sister yelling. Wow. By the way, I'm gonna try to edit this, like, the least that I can, so I'm sorry if I don't edit out the points where I'm just rambling about my family. I like to keep them in because I like my content to be raw. Anyway, let's move on to White Christmas. I watched half of this in class and was just, let's just say, uninterested. It has a 77% Rotten Tomatoes, and the overview says, Singers Bob Wallace, aka Bing Crosby and Phil Davis, join sister act Betty and Judy Haynes to perform a Christmas show in the rural of Vermont. There they run into Jen Waverly the boy's commander in world war ii who they learn is having financial difficulties to his quaint country in is failing sorry if that didn't make sense i can't read right now it's 5 p.m and i can't read what such a great night oh wow a door is opening anyway his quaint yeah so what's the force him to do what's the force him to do but plan a yuletide miracle wow yeah, I give this movie a 3 out of 10. Wasn't interested. Um, I, I kind of, like, I get that you can't really write a movie unless you've watched it through because you don't know how the ending is, but I just can't with this movie. I, I really can't. Okay, next movie is Elf, which I actually really enjoy. So basically, it has a 84% Rotten Tomatoes, and the overview is Buddy was accidentally transported to the North Pole as a toddler and raised to adulthood among Santa's elves and able to shake... The feeling that he doesn't fit in, the adult buddy travels to New York in full of uniform and search for his real father. As it happens, this is Walter Hobbs, a cynical businessman. After the DNA test proves this, Walter reluctantly attempts to start a relationship with a childlike buddy with increasingly chaotic results. This movie was great. I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Oh look, you can hear my microwave. Anyway recommend it definitely i found it to be interesting i found it to be fun um i think that this is just a genuinely great christmas movie to watch yeah rudolph the red-nosed reindeer this animation used to scare me and like the other one that's like this and it's like the frozen king or something like that i don't i don't even know i would give this like a a seven out of ten yeah seven because it was kind of creepy like, I don't, I don't know why the animation's kind of creepy. The, the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's great. It has a 95% in Rotten Tomatoes, which is, I mean, that's pretty good, I think. Rotten Tomatoes always confuses me. I don't know why, but it does. Anyway, 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a 1964 Christmas stop-motion animated television special produced by Videocraft. Okay, this is not even an overview. Basically, it's just like the song. Rudolph is excluded, I think. Look, I haven't watched this movie in a really long time, so I can't, like, completely tell you what the plot is. But, um, you know, it was great as a child. Now it just kind of creeps me out. A Charlie Brown Christmas. 10 out of 10. I haven't watched this in years either, but it is a childhood special for me and um in my neighborhood not in my neighborhood but coming into it uh we actually have a charlie brown christmas tree which i think is adorable and it's it it has the one red ornament the blue skirt around it it sags this has an 83 percent round tomato and basically it says that it's a charlie brown christmas is a 1965 why am i struggling animated television special and it's the first tv special based on the comic strip peanuts by charles m schultz uh charlie brown christmas like i don't know how to explain this there's a lot of things that go on in this wow i accidentally pressed the wrong button but yeah i really like this um movie i don't i don't really know how else to explain this the last movie that i'm gonna be rating is a charlie brown christmas not that one i just did that one wow i'm losing my train of thought the nightmare before christmas 10 out of 10 love this movie 95 percent rotten tomatoes I found that this movie was just genuinely interesting and had a really fun plot. The animations are really satisfying, like um, when Sally is like cooking, I, I, I always find that interesting and satisfying to watch. Basically it says, the film follows the misadventures of Jack Skellington, Halloween Town's beloved pumpkin king who has become bored with the same annual routine of frightening people in the real world. When Jack stumbles on Christmas Town, all bright colors and warm spirits, he gets a new lease on life. He plots to bring Christmas under his control by kidnapping Santa Claus and taking over the role. But Jack soon discovers that even the best laid plans of mice and skeleton men can go seriously wary. Like I said, 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed this movie. It's it's just such a big part of my childhood. And I, I don't know why. It's just fun. And I love Christmas time. I love how many traditions to have i love it's hot cocoa season i love christmas tiktok i love the music everything about it like um someone asked me why i enjoyed christmas so much and i said because you're obligated to be happy which can be really difficult like mental health during the season kind of deteriorates and goes down a little bit because you can feel really alone but just like everybody else is so happy and sometimes that just brings you to a better spirit and just something about it makes me so happy and feel so warm inside and i'm definitely not warm inside right now because my house is freezing cold and i don't have a space heater because climate change i know so much fun thank you for listening to this week's podcast i'm sorry if this is cut short i'm trying to get this out before christmas i'm currently stressing about school which is dumb because i don't have school for another two weeks and I kind of want to end this early because I don't want you guys to keep hearing voices and noises in my house because, gosh, there are so many noises in my house. Um, thank you for listening. I will be posting updates on Instagram, so you should definitely go follow that. It'll be in the description of this podcast episode. Um, the tag for it is Let's Talk About Podcast. Um, and I post, I so will post update. I will kind of announce when there's a new episode out so if you want to go follow that i definitely recommend you do and i hope that you have a great rest of your day or night or wherever you are bye